This show has explicit language and probably has mature themes. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, Jonathan. Uh, would you would you give us that intro look? <laughs> Welcome to Dexplanations. I am Dexter Sorensen. I looked some stuff up on Wikipedia, listened to a Sawbones podcast about it, and I'm going to explain it to my friend David Gerondale. David. Hey, what are we going to learn about? Hiccups. Hip-ups. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so I have an outline for this one. We're going to talk about the description, then we're going to talk about immediate causes, then we're going to talk about evolutionary causes, Historical causes and cures, folk cures, actual cures, and then famous hiccupers. Fucking, I love it. Um, but yeah, that's why I thought the outline could be good, because you could easily go ahead of where we might want to be. Um, sure. No, I understand. I'll yeah. stick to the outline. Okay. First, we're going to talk about the description. So hiccups, they're involuntary contractions of the diaphragm that usually repeat several times a minute. Sure. Yeah, everybody, you know what hiccups are. Yeah. But your diaphragm, it is actually the thing that contracts. And then like 35 milliseconds later, your vocal cords close. Okay. And that's what makes the hick. Oh, in the hiccup. I see. So there's like this buildup of pressure and like a a tightness. Yeah. And a a constriction at the release point. Courses air and then your vocal cords close. I see. And just to be clear, the the diaphragm is the it is a wall of muscle that separates your abdominal cavity from your thoracic cavity. Exactly, and the um, so it's right underneath your lungs and above your stomach. It's, yeah, it's what separates your heart and lungs from your stomach. Yep, and your guts. Yeah, and it's also really helpful for breathing. Sure, because, because as it, it contracts and expands, it helps pull. It creates a vacuum, pulling vacuum, your lungs exactly. or compressing them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, um, it's also connected to what's called the vagus nerve. Okay. And the vagus nerve, like, goes to the brain, and it also goes, like, all the way down your body, but it mostly affects the diaphragm. Sure. Um, and that is what basically affects hiccuping. Okay, so you're saying that, like, the, the, the cause is nerve. typically an overactive vagus nerve. Yeah, exactly. In some way, it's causing simulation well, that it shouldn't be. Yeah, so let me get back into it. Uh, once they start, hiccups usually happen at a rate between four and 60 times per minute. So sometimes people can have a hiccup once every second. Okay, yeah, I've, I've heard that. Yeah. It's part of a reflex arc to the vagus nerve, which means that the reflex is activated before the signal is sent to the brain. Ooh. Because, like, like, if you think about, like, tapping underneath your knee... Yeah, I that see. happens before, like your reflex that happens when you kick your knee out, your leg out, before tapping. any conscious motor control can exactly possibly it's take not, effect. It's not nothing to do with your brain. Right, it's part of a reflex arc. Right, gotcha. that's the same as a hiccup. I see. So, like you said, the diaphragm is a thin sheet of muscle that separates the thoracic cavity 
and the abdominal cavity. Wait, is it thoracic or thoracic? I always thought thoracic. It was thoracic. Okay. thoracic. Read it wrong. <laughs> I like your smiling eyes. I can never see your. Oh, my mouth, mouth. is behind the filter. Uh, Yours yeah. is too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's important for breathing because it creates that that like, suction. Suction. Yeah. The your lungs are like bellows, basically. Yeah, yeah, it creates a vacuum for sure. Yeah. Um, hiccups have also been called hiccoughs. Hiccoughs, huh? But okay. that's like hiccough. An, hiccough. <laughs> it's an outdated term, probably from when people thought that hiccups were related to coughing. I see. Um, more scientifically, hiccups can be called synchronous diaphragmatic flutter. Synchronous diaphragm diaphragmatic fragmatic clutter flutter. Yeah. Okay. Synchronous wow. diaphragmatic clutter. Oh yeah. SDF. SDF. Um, do you get hiccups regularly? You Not get hiccups? regularly. Um, if I consume really spicy stuff too quickly, or um, if I consume a carbonated beverage too quickly. Yeah, yeah, those are two causes we'll get into. But like, how how often would you say? Would, do you think you get hiccups like once a year, once every six months, th- um, three months? Like Does once every three months. Yeah, once every three months, I would say on average. You know, sometimes it's yeah. lesser or greater. Sometimes I'll go a long time without having hiccups. But when I get Jonathan, them... Jonathan was telling me earlier, he never gets hiccups. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen him have hiccups. Oh, actually, you know what? That that brings me to another one. Um, nicotine, like a, a nicotine, nicotine cessation pouch. That will give me the hiccups sometimes. Oh, really? Like, uh, what, are they, what are they fucking called? You guys? Zins. Zins. <laughs> Zin, bro. Um, no, but like, <laughs> well, like when I'm smoking a cigarette, that's when I'll get hiccups. Yep. And it's every single time I take a puff. Oh, wow. Okay. Like every single inhale is. A, it triggers it. Triggers a hiccup. Huh. And I didn't see any research on that specifically. For the most part, mine don't last more than like 15 minutes at the most. No, same. But in the short term, hiccups can be caused by swallowing a bunch of air. Sure. Yep. I think I've had that happen. Or acid reflux can yes, cause Yes, I've definitely had that happen. Absolutely. Eating a lot too quickly. Yeah. Like you're talking Especially about. Especially spicy or acidic foods. Yeah. Carbonated drinks. Yeah. Or alcohol. Um, some people get hiccups. By eating a bunch of dry breads. Interesting. Yeah. Why aren't they eating that I much dry bread? That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't seem fun. Maybe they just need to. I think, yeah, I think you, the only reason you're consuming lots of dry bread is if, like, you don't have any alternatives. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Especially in that's fucked up, they get hiccups after Yeah, that. exactly. All you get is dried <laughs> bread, and then you get hiccups for it. <laughs> <laughs> which isn't that bad but you just ate dry bread yeah like, it's just kind of like you just a need something that, that'll lift you up no. yeah and then you get hiccups you say a ton of dried bread <laughs> and then like you were saying spicy foods yeah or taking opiates okay interesting give gives you people hiccups op- yeah okay <laughs> taking opiates can give you opiates or it can also <laughs> <laughs> cause hiccups laughing can laughing really hard can cause hiccups okay um but in really rare cases hiccups can be symptomatic of something more serious All like right. in really rare cases like those people who have like continuous hiccups that don't end yeah specifically prolonged hiccups i see it's really rare like so they're not actually something you should be worried about if you get hiccups 
Yeah, don't just go to WebMD as soon as you get hiccups. <laughs> or even if they're there for like a half hour or more, don't yeah. just start freaking out. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty normal. Um, But in those rare prolonged cases, they could be a sign of kidney failure, stroke, <laughs> multiple sclerosis, meningitis, or damage to the vagus nerve after surgery. Okay. Man, it's interesting how many different things can affect can cause that nerve. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have some like theories for evolutionary causes written down. So in 2003, there was a meeting of an international respiratory research group who tried to get at the bottom of hiccups. Okay. And they suggested that hiccuping has to do with our evolution from our amphibious re- ancestors. Okay, yep, I've heard this. I've heard, heard this, this yep. one. Because um, there's a time in a tadpole's life where they can have both air and water in sure. their gills. yep. And during that time, they have like a reflex that's similar to a hiccup reflex. Not the same, for sure, but similar to a hiccup reflex, which gets air out of their gills. Okay. And so, like, according to that theory, it really isn't helpful to us mammals at all. No, it's just stuck around. It's just stuck around. And also, in the the vast majority of cases, does it actually harm your chances of reproduction? No. 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 Um, so yeah, like in that theory, it's a vestige of right. our and evolutionary ancestry there are tons from of those. Amphibians, amphibians. Yeah, there are tons of those around. A lot of people mistakenly believe that evolution somehow produces perfect models. No. It How does could the it? best it can with what it has. And it also evolution has no driving force other than random or sorry, uh, other than random mutation and selection from the and, environment. And like, so if something isn't selected against just because it doesn't help you doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be lost. And if you can think about like how every individual has multiple thousands of genetic functions that will actually affect whether or not it can or cannot survive, a hiccup is not probably going to be one of them. Right, right. Yeah, like if if hiccups were, it's just it, the proof is in the pudding. If hiccups were damaging to your rate of a successful Survival, reproduction, yeah. they would be gone. They would be gone. Yeah. Uh, then in 2012, I agree with that. Um, yeah, because anybody who didn't hiccup or just hiccuped less would be more successful than people who hiccuped more. And over hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years, eventually there's going to be no hiccuppers or it's going to be a very rare phenomenon. Yeah, because they'd just be dying. They'd just be dying. And and also like... Before reproducing. Or if they do reproduce, let's say they produce three offspring for every five offspring, a non-hiccupper or okay. a lesser hiccupper produces. I appreciate that point. Yeah. Then eventually over time, the non-hiccuppers contribute more to the genetic pool. Yep. And then there's another theory uh, that was brought about in 2012 where a group of researchers at Queen's University Department of Emergency Medicine in Kingston of Ontario, Canada. Okay. uh, They suggested that hiccuping has developed as part of a nursing that like baby mammals do. I've also heard that. You've heard of this one too? Yeah, that it's a part of a suckling response. Yeah, exactly. They pointed out that hiccups occur in most mammals and have been studied in cast rabbits and rats. And I think if they've done studies, too, to show that it's very similar to the neurological activity that goes on during latch-on. 
Yeah. When a when an infant of any mammal species um latches onto the nipple and create starts creating the suction so that it can mm. feed. Uh Wikipedia says the reflex is most prevalent in newborns, and newborns spend as much as 2.5% of their time hiccuping. Yeah, newborns hiccup a lot. That's yep. I mean, you burp them to try and stop them from hiccuping. Well, and preemies hiccup even more than I see. babies born at like a regular time. Interesting, okay. Um, hiccups can also be felt by pregnant mothers and seen on ultrasound in the fetus in utero. That makes perfect sense, yeah. Before swallowing or respiratory re- reflexes appear. Whoa. That's the cool part about it. That makes me think that it is very, very old. Yeah. And maybe what we're looking at is, yes, it is an adaptation to help with lap- latch-on, but it originally evolved for a different purpose and when was appropriated Vested. for that purpose. Yeah, exactly. Like, that happens all the time in biology, too. Like, it, it's it's easier for evolution to work with the parts that it has than to create new parts. And so like, it's easier to modify a behavior or a reflex for a new function than it is to just get rid of it or evolve a new reflex. Yeah. And, uh, but like getting back to the suckling, they do say that there do not appear to be documented observations of hiccups in reptiles, amphibians, or birds. I see. Okay. So where the earlier study was talking about how there's amphibians, a, um, how there's amphibians who have a hiccup-like reflex, they kind of throw that under the water, right? So to speak. I, and that kind of makes sense because you would expect that to see that, that behavior in, somewhere else too. It's about a ten-year gap between the two studies too. Okay. So yeah, that makes me think that yeah, maybe it is more of a mammal thing because you would expect to see that stick around in some fashion in reptiles. Yeah. Yeah, um, so their thing is that they say hiccups are triggered by the presence of air in the stomach, and that moves swallowed air out of the stomach, the hiccup. Okay. And that's effectively burping, quote-unquote, suckling infants, which allows them to consume a greater amount of milk. I see. That oh, makes a good oh amount of sense okay. for me. It's voiding gas from the stomach to create room for more sustenance. Exactly. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, Wikipedia says, for adults, the infrequent annoying affliction reflects persistence of an infantile reflex and a reminder that we may have eaten too quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me, yeah. So let's talk about some historical causes and cures of hiccups. The Sawbones podcast that I talked about earlier in the intro... The hiccups. Have you ever heard Sawbones? No. Um, their tagline is a misadventure. Of anyway, what they do is uh, um, James McAvoy of My Brother, My Brother of Me, which I think is a D and D podcast. Him and his wife, who's a doctor, have a podcast called Sawbones about um. Basically, it's about things that people in history did to solve ailments. Oh, and okay. And old-timey surgeries and how they were just wrong. And it's really good. I, Sounds dark. Yeah. <laughs> so for this section, I got most of my information from that show. I see. Okay. Uh, so according to the ancient Greeks, hiccups were caused by enemies talking shit on you. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. And... 
hiccups were there to help remove negative energy from you. <laughs> okay. Reasonable guess. A reasonable guess. <clears throat> so yeah, just I suppose. That's why I, I feel like I'm being charitable there, but okay, let's yeah. You are being charitable. <laughs> that seems pretty fucking stupid, actually. Right? <laughs> People talking shit on you. It's like I swear to God, I'm like, I don't have any enemies. Like real I don't think I have any true enemies. But I swear if any if I was to hiccup every time somebody was talk shit on me, I'd probably be talking sh- I'd probably be hiccuping all the time. Oh, right? Like, like, I feel like I'd be hiccup. Yeah, I would be hiccuping a lot more. Yeah, if, exactly. If that were the case. My ears never burn either. <laughs> no. Um, But that explanation is still around in folkloric traditions, like in a lot of modern European countries. Uh, stupid folks. Eh, yeah, it's just folkloric. Like, I'm not saying people there generally believe in that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, Russian folklore held that hiccups were caused by the devil owning you. Uh, so he owns you for like small intervals and then it's over or like, yeah, exactly. now that you've hiccuped your own you just, forever. <laughs> so like everyone's own descent. Everyone's own. Okay. Unless you never hiccuped. Like, I think Jonathan's even hiccuped, right? Yeah. Jonathan's owned. By all right. The devil so he's too. owned by the devil. Yeah. So eventually humans are going to kill the devil and we'll all stop being owned. And we'll never hiccup again. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. Our diaphragms will feel good. <laughs> In Japanese folklore, they held that if you hiccuped over a hundred times, you're gonna die. In your lifetime or in a row? In a row. Okay. They also thought left-handedness was like evil or sinister. Yeah. A lot of people call that. That's why sinister is has the root of left-handed. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people did think that. Uh plenty of the elders said that you should hide a horseshoe somewhere. And that way, <laughs> if you get the hiccups. You can like think of where the horseshoe is and that'll cure it. What the hell? Where the hell do you come <laughs> up with this shit? Seriously. Um, in the Sawbones podcast. Like, was, did he try that once and it worked and he was like, all right, it's proof. I have no idea. But actually in the Sawbones podcast, they always talk about Plenty the Elder. And it was really funny on this episode because James McAvoy was like to his wife, he's like, I know Pliny's got something to say about this. What does he say? And she's like, we'll get into it. Don't worry. <laughs> it was really funny. That guy could, does come up a lot in just like history in general. Yeah, he does. Especially like medical history. Yep. Um, so in the 1600s, people said that you should have someone hold your chin while you sing gospel songs. Oh, jeez. Sounds kind of cute and also like horrible at the same time. Yeah, and kind of propaganda Yeah. So yeah, that was in the 1600s. Let's talk about some modern folk cures. Okay. So people say you can cure hiccups by drinking water from the far side of a glass. Yeah, like upside down. Yep, and upside down. You can cure hiccups by eating a bunch of different shit like ginger or lemon or mixing salt and yogurt together. Or Ew. Yeah, that sounds fucking gross. If you're going to make up some shit, make it good. Don't mix yeah. salt with yogurt, dude. Come Seriously. on. As long as it's going to be made up, it might as well be good. Exactly. Eat chocolate that's to why cure people, your hiccups. That's, why that's people, what you should do. That's why people say eating peanut butter is is good for it. Uh, Jonathan's saying chili powder. That's another one. And you know what? I actually think it's fine. Dude, eating chili, chili powder, powder by itself is not no, good. No, not by no. itself. Just put it on some you're eating. 
right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Just hot food gave me it, hiccups in the first place. Make it work for you. Um, some people say drinking alcohol like Jägermeister will help you. <laughs> I think it was probably... It's specific brands. I think it was probably Big Jägermeister. Yeah, seriously. Who was saying that. Also, some people say smoking weed will help you. Uh, again, I think that that's... I think... I can tell you from personal experience that's fucking bullshit. It seems like bullshit too because like you're smoking something, you're more likely to swallow air. Exactly. Every single time I've had hiccups while smoking weed, which has happened actually kind of a lot of times, uh, or smoking cigarettes either because I used to smoke weed all the time and now I smoke cigarettes all the time because I'm trying to get a job. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> every single time I've had hiccups smoking either of them, which has happened every time I've had the hiccups, every single time you inhale, you get a hiccup. Oh, yeah. Like, why? I think would... I was saying that earlier this episode. Yeah. Like, basically, it just. Why would gulping down more air get rid of the hiccups? It won't. And I wouldn't. I would really suggest not doing the smoking weed while you have hiccups unless you just really want to get high. Yeah, you're desperate for yeah. some relief from your hiccups. You know what? I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about some actual cures. Okay. All right, a lot of them really rely on distracting the vagus nerve or making your brain do something more important. Oh, so maybe Plenty of the Elder wasn't too far off with the horseshoe thing. Possibly, if you really made it really, really important for you to find out where that horseshoe was. <laughs> or just difficult <laughs> or difficult yeah like you hide it somewhere and then don't think about it for like a year yeah it just seems like there's so much prep involved yeah also he probably had a nice big old house yeah like most places i'd be like all right i know it's in i have corner. a i have a one bedroom apartment if it's not in one corner it's another in yeah another. <laughs> all right so holding your breath can actually work okay i've heard that i do that usually or breathing into a bag okay into a paper bag yeah and probably don't breathe into a plastic bag. I mean, you could do it, but it's just, I don't know. Either way, I feel gross. like you're depriving yourself of some oxygen. Yeah, you get more CO2 yeah. and less oxygen. I feel like that's part of the point. I just don't know why. Well, the brain starts to be like, shit, we need something. Okay. And there's something more serious to deal with than, oh. than having fucking hiccups right now. I see. And, so, and for the same reason, I think, drinking water, a lot of water can help. Okay. So it's not about drinking over the top edge of the cup. It's just about like overloading your vagus nerve. I see. And it's Filling spelled, I haven't said yet, but it's spelled V A G U S. Sounds like okay. Vegas, like Las Vegas, but it's not. Um, and also getting real spooked. That can, really works? It can actually okay, work. So I guess that kind of makes sense to me. It, it, it overloads the, it, the vagus nerve yeah. by providing like an, an abundance of stimuli really quickly. It's, it's still really annoying, though. Yeah, when people, people try to do it, because they're always they're, super inadequate. And you're like, like, boo! You're like, I have hiccups. And then they're like looking at you, we're standing there, and then they're like, boo! Yep. And you're like, well, I really anticipated you doing that. I yeah. honestly ain't spooked. I, I don't know why I like the word spooked. It's fun. Um, a spoonful of sugar or something really, really sweet can help. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because you like put it on the back of your tongue and then swallow it. And it's theorized that it distracts the vagus nerve. I see. And uh, <laughs> doctors also say 
the digital rectal stimulation works to cure the hiccups. Uh, <laughs> you get what okay. I mean? So yeah, so a finger <laughs> up the bum does yeah. the trick. Nothing cures hiccups like a finger in the butt. That's a quote from me. Dexter. I wanted to put a doctor's I name I probably won't try that, that one right Do- off the bat. Dr. Dex. Nothing cures hiccups like a finger in the butt. Dr. <laughs> Dex. I'm not actually a doctor, but if you want to quote me on that as Dr. Dex, go on ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was just laughing because I think people are going to take a lot of legally non-binding advice <laughs> <laughs> but no like uh for real like uh getting a finger in the butt or rectal massages i mean out. i could see how that would distract the vagus nerve for sure or you and your brain yeah just generally distracting <laughs> yeah. i feel like yeah. um putting anything in through the outdoors <laughs> oftentimes a uh, reason for distraction there's nothing wrong with it no, there ain't nothing wrong with it. It's your body. Do whatever the hell you want, dude. Yeah. You, like, don't yeah, even, literally, literally. Don't even wait till you got hiccups. I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to say like, <laughs> oh, it's the outdoor. Never put anything in there. Do whatever the fuck you want that feels good. It's your fucking body. Weird. Don't let anybody tell you which parts of your body you're supposed to enjoy and which parts you aren't. That's stupid and ridiculous. But I will say, if you've had hiccups for too dang long, and you're really sick of it. Oh, you got to finger that butthole. Just finger that butthole. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> two days? Two days is Jeez, too damn OP, long. Yeah. If you don't, if you finger your butthole and it doesn't work and it feels good, then, then go least, see a fucking doctor. Yeah. but not Because about, there could be something else really wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> if, if a finger in the butt doesn't cure your hiccups, you need to see a doctor. <laughs> Dr. Dex. Doctor is referring you to any other real medical professional. <laughs> yeah, like I said, Doctor Dex is not a real doctor. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some famous hiccupers. Okay. All right. So the person who had hiccups for the longest time was Charles Osborne from Iowa, and and he had the hiccups for sixty-eight years, from nineteen twenty-two to February nineteen ninety. That's a little bit of time. That's you know, that's a minute. That's horrible. A, that's, that's definitely a minute. He only got rid of them a year before he died at the age of 98. Whoa! Was it what killed him that, that got rid of them? Like, I wonder if his vagus nerve was distracted by dying. Yeah, exactly. It's like, was having the hiccups, like, causing him to live forever? Oh, my God. Because that's, <laughs> that's just... a long time to live, especially for a man. Yeah. 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 Um, they certainly didn't hurt him. <laughs> I mean, in that respect, they didn't hurt the longevity of his life. I am sure they hurt no. him in other ways. Yeah, absolutely. The his or like rather his bout of hiccups started after a hog fell on him that he was about to weigh before slaughter. <laughs> oh man! If I believed in karma, dude, right? That's some karmic that ass shit karmic. right there. It was He's about to kill a pig and then it falls on him and gives him hiccups for, for the rest of his fucking life. Well, he had one free year. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still just the gonna round that life. up to like the, the rest, rest of, of his life. life. Yeah. <clears throat> what was he doing with that year that made that it worth it not to have hiccups? You know what I'm saying? That, the fact that he lived his last 97 to 98 without hiccups almost makes it sound more karmic. Like, he was able to experience what his life would have been like without... 
Oh, but only for two for a year and some change before he bit it. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. It's like giving a prisoner a window so they can see what life outside yeah. would be like. Uh is estimated he hiccuped four hundred and thirty million times. That's, that's, that's a large that, amount. That is a large estimate. amount. Cause in the first few decades he was hiccuping around forty times a minute. And Jesus. later on, and that'd be his, unbearable company. Yeah, absolutely. I would shun him from my presence. In his later Poor decades, bastard. it went down to twenty. A still, still, <laughs> holy shit! Like that's ridiculous. So the next guy we have is a British. Try making this podcast with somebody who hiccups every twenty or forty times, yeah. or forty times every second, God. or even twenty times every second. Try making <laughs> it with me, who just like doesn't even really. Hiccup just doesn't talk very well sometimes. Oh, yeah, and you're hiccuping 40 <laughs> times a second in between that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. It's kind of a more like a vocal hiccup. That was another redirected page from Wikipedia was a vocal hiccup. And uh, it was credited to Michael Jackson from the Jackson 5 songs, but... It was actually like some other person took credit for it and said mm. that they talked taught my Michael Jackson about it. And it's basically like when he goes, ah, ah, Oh, ah. okay. That's like a vocal hiccup. I see. Other thing that I didn't write down that I wanted to talk about that we could still talk about is thumps. Have you heard of thumps? Uh-uh. Thumps are like a hiccuping disorder that horses get. Okay. And it's like actually more serious than hiccuping. Um, like it can really fuck with horses. Like if your horse starts hiccuping a lot and it like seems to come from their abdomen, you should probably get that horse checked out. I see. Cause it's I called thumps. thumps. Yep. All right. Our next, uh, famous hiccuper is a British dude named Christopher Sands and he hiccuped an estimated 10 million times in a 27 month period. Oh, man. Yeah. So it was just nonstop. Nonstop. From February 2007 to May 2009. That was recent. Okay. Yeah. Wikipedia says his condition, which meant that he could hardly eat or sleep, was eventually discovered to be caused by a tumor on his brainstem, pushing nerves, pushing on nerves, causing him to hiccup every two seconds, 12 hours a day. His hiccups stopped in 2009 following surgery. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yep. Dang. God, yeah. Could have caught that sooner. Seriously. <laughs> Two years earlier. <laughs> in 2007, there was this teenager, Jennifer May. M-E-E. Me. Oh, yeah. She committed a crime. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get to yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard about her. Uh, she became briefly famous when she started hiccuping almost 50 times a minute. So she appeared on a bunch of TV shows like NBC's Today Show and because she was trying to find a cure. Oh, okay. But the hiccups were stopped after she was treated with drugs normally prescribed to patients with Tourette's. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. That is okay. interesting, right? But like you alluded, to, like you said earlier, after she got out of her hiccups, she was arrested for first-degree murder in 2010. Yeah. With a couple of uh, young Other males, dudes. I believe. Yep. Yeah. Wikipedia says, after me was cured, she no longer was a media curiosity. Me dated a man named Lamont Newton, and she had a plan to find robbery victims online and set them up. Huh. 
So she recruited Newton and another friend, Laron Rayford, to help her rob victims. Wait, so she was the mastermind? I had no idea. Yeah. And what I had heard, I thought she was just like an accomplice. But no, she fucking set all this up. Uh, I mean, that's debatable. I don't think I know enough about the story because I have heard that stuff too. That like, But what you just said was, makes me think that she was actively involved. Yeah, that was a quote from Wikipedia. I don't like I looked it up a little bit, but not enough to be like, yeah, Wikipedia is 100 percent right. Yeah, but these aren't the early days of Wikipedia. We all understand that Wikipedia has evolved yeah, and continues but later to evolve on, over time and gets more. But accurate. but later on in the same article on her, Wikipedia does say that uh, the sentencing was an example of sexism. Because she wasn't the one who did the murder. Right, and like, I heard... She lured people to the place, and then her homies, her friends there, killed them. Right. And Which, then, to me, makes her a murderer. Well, yeah, absolutely. Like, in my and, mind, like, just because you weren't the muscle, you committed murder. Yeah, that's what happened. It was your intent to kill a person, and you behaved in such a fashion to make that happen. Yep. Or It's like Manson. Yeah, exactly. He never... He never killed anyone personally. Thank you, David. I love you so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, yeah, he didn't. But he's still culpable for those murders because he's the one who set the the actions made into it place. Happen. And yeah, according to Florida law, she was responsible as responsible as the person who pulled the trigger. As she should be. As she should be, because she set him up. Yeah, I mean, and like, set the whole it's, thing it's not about, the crime isn't pulling the trigger. The crime is that you intended for someone to die, and you yeah. carried it out, regardless of whether you pulled Mastermind. the trigger. Yeah, regardless of whether you were the one who pulled the trigger, you committed murder. Yep. And all three of them were arrested within three hours. Great job, Because they fuckers. lived together. <laughs> Shit, Fucking yeah. idiots. And all three were sentenced to prison, to life in prison in 2013. As it should be. See, I guess that's how we're going to end the Hiccup episode. The Explanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided them sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. Art logo and social media by Monet Moran. And my trusted co-host is David Girondale. I want to thank all of our patrons on Patreon. Alexis, Amanda, Ben, Betty, Kevin, Derek, Emily, Hannah, Linda, Nick, Susan, Tanner, Tori, and Trevor. And our only ever tattoo patron is Brittany. Thanks, y'all. We really appreciate it, and your support really helps the show. If you, too, want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash explanations. Tell a friend to listen to your favorite episode or leave a review on iTunes. All these things help out a lot because we're really trying to get more exposure for the show. I believe, like, anybody who listens to it, almost, like, almost who like science and shit would probably really like it. Um, so we really appreciate your support. Likely, we got a bunch of things wrong. If you want to tell me about it or just want to bullshit, hit me up at explanationspodcast at gmail.com. Tweet me at Dexplanations or comment on the Instagram. I'll bring it up in a later episode or do a new episode about it. Oh, and as for you, the truth is, every time you get the hiccups, I'm just thinking about how cool and nice you are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Bye now. Nailed it. Nailed it. Jabow.